This is West Virginia Morning. I'm Teresa Wills. Quilts have been handed down for generations, but the tradition gets a little patchy in some places. We didn't really know what we were doing until we sat around and started talking about what was important to us, and it just kind of unfolded. That story and more coming up this West Virginia Morning. Support for West Virginia Morning is proudly provided by Luke Frazier. Governor Jim Justice says a water main break is to blame for a natural gas outage that's affected hundreds of Charleston residents for nearly a week. Curtis Tate has more. The gas outage, which began last Friday, was caused by a water main rupture on Charleston's west side, flooding the area's gas lines with water. Mountaineer gas personnel had restored service to 260 customers by Thursday, according to Mayor Amy Goodwin, including an elementary school and a community center. Justice, in his regular media briefing, said he wanted the State Public Service Commission, which regulates utilities, to look at what happened. And that's why I've asked the PSC to launch a full-fledged investigation in regard to this entire matter. Kanawha County School Superintendent Tom Williams said meal boxes would be provided to affected students and their families on Friday, enough to get them through the weekend, with more meals coming to them on Tuesday. For West Virginia Public Broadcasting, I'm Curtis Tate in Charleston. The Steep Valley Fire has burned more than 2,200 acres of the New River Gorge National Park and Preserve. Caroline McGregor reports. The National Park Service says the Steep Valley Fire is 78% contained. Hunters and visitors are advised to avoid the War Ridge and Bacchus Mountain area near Meadow Bridge in Fayette County, where pockets of the fire continue to burn. A helicopter was brought in Wednesday to perform aerial water drops using water from the New River. Meanwhile, as of 10 a.m. Thursday morning, 33 firefighters remained on the site of a 100-acre fire just off Forest Road 947 in the Monongahela National Forest in Pocahontas County. Monongahela National Forest Public Affairs Officer Kelly Bridges says drier weather is fanning the flames. West Virginia is having a very dry fall, and in the afternoons, when it heats up, we're getting down to really low humidities, and that's what can make some of these fires grow. The National Weather Service has predicted rain for Friday. For West Virginia Public Broadcasting, I'm Caroline McGregor. A new report from the March of Dimes shows West Virginia's already high preterm birth rate is rising. Emily Rice has more. The national rate of preterm births is 10.4 percent, while West Virginia's rate is 13 percent. Autumn Kiefer is the neonatology division chief for West Virginia University. It's so important to get checked out because there are things that can be done for mom and baby that can improve um, the chances of a good outcome if born preterm. For babies born to black mothers, the preterm birth rate is 1.4 times higher, and the infant mortality rate is 1.6 times higher than the rate among all other babies. For Appalachia Health News, I'm Emily Rice in Charleston. Appalachia Health News is a project of West Virginia Public Broadcasting with support from Charleston Area Medical Center and Marshall Health. Tourism West Virginia launched a new culinary trail program that provides restaurants, provides feature restaurants across the state. Brianna Heaney has the story. The trail highlights 27 restaurants in the state picked by local chefs. 
To participate in the program, users will download the Culinary Trail Passport and check into the restaurants on their mobile devices. Lauren Hugh, Public Relations Manager at the Department of Tourism, says the program will help travelers find restaurants that are sometimes off the beaten path. We also know that while travelers are here, they're going to be you know, needing food and going out to dine. So this kind of makes it a little bit easier, takes the guesswork out of some of the places that we don't want travelers to miss. The program also gives out prizes for using the passport. Each time users check into a new restaurant, they receive a point towards a prize, like a bottle opener or a chef-prepared charcuterie board. For West Virginia Public Broadcasting, I'm Brianna Heaney in Charleston. Quilts have been handed down for generations, but the tradition gets a little patchy in some places. In Hazard, Kentucky, Emily Jones Hudson noticed fewer quilters, especially among African Americans. So she started a quilting workshop to help recapture some history. Folkways reporter Capri Cafaro brings us the story. I'm at a quilt shop in downtown Hazard. A group of four African-American women are gathered between a few sewing tables. They're chatting about quilts they have in the works. Thread my needle. <laughs> Look at this. And then I got a green one. That's beautiful. These women have been meeting at this shop for the past several months, and they've been making a quilt together. It's the first quilt any of them has ever made. We didn't really know what we were doing until we sat around and started talking about what was important to us, and it just kind of unfolded. That's Sandra Jones. While Sandra had never made a quilt, she did have a lot of sewing experience from making clothes. Still, there was a learning curve for her and the others. Rebecca Cornett is one of the women who helped Sandra make the group quilt. Rebecca says it was both exciting and emotional to watch the quilt come together. We eventually started cutting the fabric and, and putting it together. And I'd come in and there'd be piece hanging on the wall and i go, oh my God, oh my God. And then the reality hit. You know, this is the vision of the class that we're going to put on the quilt. Together, the group crafted a quilt that tells a powerful story. A piece of fabric from Ghana is at the center of the quilt. It depicts a woman working. She's surrounded by fabric in varying shades of green printed with mountains. At the top of the quilt are orange and yellow strips of fabric that create a sunrise. At the bottom are outlines of faces in shades of brown, floating in a sea of blue. Sandra says the quilt symbolizes the connection between Africa and Appalachia. In the water, you see heads floating. These are actually slaves who were thrown overboard. The mountains kind of represent Appalachian mountains because we were tying in Africa and Appalachia uh, culture. Sandra says the sunrise at the top represents a new dawn for African Americans as they transcend struggle. When she finished sewing the sun rays, the quilt was finally complete. Sandra says she breathed a sigh of relief. It was intense from beginning to end. It was like a weight had been lifted off my shoulders. The women in this group are from the Hazard area. While this is the first quilt any of them made, they all grew up around quilt making. Katie Glover is in her 80s. She remembers watching her mother and grandmother quilt by hand. I would watch them sit around and watch them make quilts. They would have this old quilting frame that would be hanging from the ceiling. And all the neighbors would come and help them sew. And they sewed by hand. I grew up uh, watching my mom 
helping my mom sew and and quilt. Uh, I would help her cut. I would help her iron. I would help her uh, do other little things like markings. That's Sandra again, and this is her sister, Emily Jones Hudson. I, I remember my mom sewing all the time, but you see, I never had that interest. Quilting wasn't something these women pursued in their adult life. It seemed to skip their generation. Most were too busy balancing work and family. A few years ago, Emily noticed that people weren't quilting as much as when she was a child, especially within Hazard's African-American community. It's a big thing in the Appalachian culture. It's a big thing in the African-American culture. And um, one of the things that I was concerned about was that this tradition in the African-American community was dying out. And that's why Emily started these quilting workshops known as the Stories Behind the Quilt. The workshops are a project of the Southeast Kentucky African American Museum and Cultural Center. That was Capri Cafaro speaking with Emily Jones Hudson. To hear the rest of this story and more, listen to Inside Appalachia, Sunday mornings at 7 and Sunday evenings at 6, right here on West Virginia Public Broadcasting. This is West Virginia Morning. I'm Teresa Wills. It's 7.53. Rain today, mainly this afternoon. There is an air quality alert issued in the eastern panhandle today. High temperatures in the 60s. Tonight, a chance of rain, possible thunderstorms with lows in the 30s and low 40s. Gradual clearing tomorrow with highs in the 40s and 50s. Support for WVPB is provided by HD Media, presenting digital and print subscriptions of the Charleston Gazette Mail and Herald Dispatch. Information at hdmediallc.com. On this week's premiere broadcast of Mountain Stage, you'll hear live performance radio from the Kennedy Creative Arts Center on the campus of West Virginia University in Morgantown. Our song of the week comes from one of the most prominent names in the modern jam band scene, Vince Herman. We listened to Lost Lover's Eyes by the Vince Herman Band, which appeared on Herman's 2022 solo debut, Enjoy the Ride. Got off work on Saturday night, headed on down to the Gator Bay. Had a couple beers, doing all right, taking it all in. She walked in, sat right down beside me. Tell me if it could be that I've seen you before. We went spinning, spinning around the dance floor, just like we were made for, holding each other tight. We went flying, flying through the night sky. Much to my surprise I was looking In a long lost lover's eye 
ever met We had nothing to forget No hard feelings, no regrets, no history at all Well, a band was smoking and it smelled like pot A thunderbird was in a parking lot I said, let's go, he said, why not Let the games begin we went spinning, spinning around the dance floor Just like we were made for, holding each other tight We went flying, flying through the night skies Higher than a bird flies, much to my surprise I was looking in a long, lost lover's eyes Vince Herman Band performing Lost Lover's Eyes on the Mountain Stage. To hear the full performance and more, tune in Saturdays at 6 and Sundays at noon right here on West Virginia Public Broadcasting. West Virginia Morning is a production of West Virginia Public Broadcasting, which is solely responsible for its content. You can keep up with the latest West Virginia news throughout the day on our website, wvpublic.org. Support for our news bureaus comes from Shepherd University. Our Appalachia Health News Project is made possible with support from CAMC and Marshall Health. West Virginia Morning is produced with help from Bill Lynch, Brianna Heaney, Caroline McGregor, Chris Schultz, Curtis Tate, Emily Rice, Eric Douglas, Liz McCormick, and Randy Yowie. Caroline McGregor is our assistant news director, and she produced today's show. I'm your host, Teresa Wills. This is West Virginia Morning. <laughs> <laughs>